Bobcast with Old Bay Brigade, hosted by Rooster and the Villain. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. We've got another episode of the Maryland Bobcast. Uh, you know, kind of a, a last-minute episode. We're happy to have Coach Cow jump back on with us. Uh, Coach Cow, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure of being here. I appreciate the time. Yeah, we uh, we always appreciate access to the club and, and your willingness to jump on. So thanks for doing it. What are we about a month away from the season? Month and a half? Yep, just about right. Just uh, yeah, for between four to six weeks now. I think we are um, looking to kick off uh, sometime mid March um, from uh, what the league has told us so far. So hopefully we we'll stick to that. But the Open Cup is around that corner there as well. So. I guess last year, was there an Open Cup game before the Nisa season? Yes, there was the first round of uh, the Cup games before the kickoff. And then the second round came um, a week or two into our, pre-season, into our season. So probably is going to be a similar fashion this year as well. Gotcha. Yeah, I remember the uh, the Nor'easters game. I think it was Philip Smith came on and scored that that last minute winner. That was one of my favorite games of the season. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of emotions in that game, and it really uh, showed our guys that you know, uh, with some courage, we could still uh, have a great season. Of course, uh, that that preseason was pretty tough for us, and um, and yeah, it was a good it was a good match. Nice. Yeah. So, you know, we're here to talk about the season a little bit, four to six weeks away, but specifically you all ran a three three day professional combine. So we were all kind of curious to hear about how that worked. It looks like it was a Friday, Saturday, Sunday type of deal. So would you mind running us through each of those days and, and uh, telling us like what kind of players you had out? Like were there college kids? Was it semi-pro? Was it, you know, NISA players that you've seen before? Yeah, uh, that's uh, yeah. We just had the 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 the, the combine um, last weekend. Um, it was important that you know with the staff we kind of redesign a little bit of process. Um, and with uh, Anthony, my assistant, just kind of we'll, he, who will be embracing a little bit of a, a technical role as well because his mind work uh, uh, very well in that way and building systems. So we wanted to make sure that we are vetting more our guys before they joining our organization. And, and the best way to do that for us was obviously a combine is something very familiar to people within this country. Uh, not so much in France, but, uh, but yeah, so some idea that he brought up, um, that could be a great way for us to see guys on multiple days, very different than, um, the usual soccer tryouts that even within our league teams have done, right. Where maybe it could be just a day tryout, you know, for two hours and well, if you get called, great, right? Um, we know that there are a couple other teams around our market at the pro level that have also done a tryout and it was in a different format. But for us, it was important that, you know, uh, the players arrive on um, on Friday uh, at the facility Redline uh, in Kensington that we have a partnership with. Um, you know, we go through some testing. Uh, first, they understand the expectation of our environment um right um they meet the staff they get a shirt which is a maryland bobcat shirt uh they understand the expectations for the entire weekend um they get their testing as well right they go through some type of physical activities to see the players immediately that have been taking care of themselves and the ones that have not 
um, but also get their testing te uh, record and uh, also keep that as a data for them, right? If it doesn't work out with us, at least they have a, a starting point of where they are and how they can improve those data for themselves. And then the following day, we went through on a practice format, really as well, small side activity, get to see the players in, in, in different um, in different game environments, right? Small sided, technical abilities and why not. So I think they appreciated that. And then the third day we had more so of 11 v 11 um, uh, day and, and, and got to see the players fully express themselves in an actual match um, type of situation, which was very, very good. They felt that, you know, um, for their t their time was worth it. They felt that they got enough time to express themselves, to showcase themselves. We had staff, all the staff member was there. Obviously, we even have also some returning players that showed up just to kind of uh, see a little bit what was going on and and support, right, and and show their faces. So it was very successful for us. Yeah, I think uh, I think we we've talked about it before, where some players will show a skill set in a small sided game. They look very technical on the ball, but then if you get them on the full field, it's, a, it's a much different game. So how often did you see someone day two that you're like, wow, that person's really good. And then you see them full field, completely different player. A lot, a lot. I mean, uh, we, and, and also the opposite, right? Of a player on the small sided that you were like, oh, well, okay, he's decent. But uh, on a big field, you see his movement of the ball. You see his ability to scan. You see his ability to communicate some things are um, not necessarily just based on the technical part, but right, uh, just the coaches being able to assess things that they're looking for in a player from different positions. So yeah, both sides are, are equally right. You know, players that don't look good in small side, they could look very good on a big field based on their position, right? So Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Um, so how many, how many uh, players did you have show up? So we had a great turnaround. We had a group of 47 players. Um, we tried to keep it to the max of 50, so that was good. Um, and then um, we, over the course of three days, some players showed up on day one, and then a few of them didn't show up on day two or day three because, well, they understood from the first day expectation that this might not be the right environment for them, which, again, that process is important. Um, so yeah, close to close to 45, 47 players. And then where did the players typically come from? Was it mostly like you know nineteen to twenty two year old college players, or yeah. yeah? So most of them, uh, most of them are anywhere between seventeen to uh, twenty eight. Um, a lot of those guys that were part of these combines have uh, have been are obviously from this area, uh, either play UPSL. Uh, some of them have had some professional experience overseas, um, so it was good. But for us, it was a first step of our process. And then we have a second step of our process this upcoming weekend as well with some invite only, meaning us actually handpicking players that we have scouted either through the NISA, the USL League One, and also the best UPSL talented players here with the affiliation that we are having because it's been a very busy offseason uh, more than ever for the club. Uh, kudos to my staff. We did an excellent work uh, going in the community, reaching out uh, and, and, and kind of inviting the best players all across the DMV and the best players in NISA that were still available for 
a second showcase, but more so a day to confirm what we've seen on this player, which will, will be this upcoming Saturday. Yeah, it's interesting. That's what I lo- have loved about the club. It seems like every year you guys get better and better at identifying inviting talent from the DMV then identifying players that actually do make the roster, whether it's the first team or the reserve team. So I, I give you all props for uh, for running the combines. And I've been enjoying the content that's been coming out of them. I, I've seen some videos from you, uh, some of the players that showed up and some of the assessments they've got. So kudos to you and the whole organization for, for putting it on. It's fun to see. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Kudos to Anthony. Um, he's, he's really the mind behind it, obviously, uh, with my input and Mo's input and Jay as well, just staying in the loop. But it was very, very important for us that we establish a steady process. Uh, we call it a vetting process, um, just so that we take players up to a certain, um, a certain ladder for them to appreciate being part of our club a little bit more as well. So that's all part of it. Sure, and I'll have to tell Jake. Uh, he was asking why his agent didn't get a call, but I'll tell him this: he's too old. <laughs> Late twenties seems to be the cutoff. <laughs> no, thirty-six. I'm almost thirty-seven too. My my days have passed, but I've I've been no, uh, he's still, he's the, still right there. He's still right there. He's yeah. still right there. I've been yeah. enjoying pickup futsal. I think that's kind of where my career starts and ends. Hey, that's uh, we actually as a club considering having. Um, uh, over 30 futsal league through Redline um, and just kind of uh, invite all youth parents and fans to to join in and us the coaches will be in that league yeah I saw uh, I saw you had a futsal a youth futsal team this year right yeah yeah so we put together um, a league uh, for our internally for our teams because we have 170 plus players now um, so just to make sure that we control the environment, the player development, and and not so much focus on results, but more so on on their ability to play under pressure. So that's been su- very successful so far. Parents have loved it. Yeah. So how many players from the Open Combine are being asked to come back for this uh, this second day? Great question. Um, so we had 45 to uh, 47 players, and we are inviting uh, 10 to 12. So one to four, that's a pretty good ratio. You say, um, you know, so one to four players will be there and we'll have quite, um, a little bit less, um, under probably 40 players for the invite only just so we can make four teams, um, to be able to see, um, some type of mini tournament going some players that we already know we have already seen, they've played against us. Um, and they're local that we liked, but again, they need to go through a vetting process. Um, so they will be there and Jay will be there. Um, and, uh, obviously the whole staff. So that's, that's exciting. We're all looking forward to it because it is the first time we'll put something together like that. Do you have an idea of the final numbers, um, for the roster? Is there, is there a mandate from Nisa on how many can be on the first team and how many can be on the reserve team at this point? So I, I do believe so, but um, this, again, is a technical question. Uh, I, we always try to keep our roster to 28 players, meaning we want to have, obviously, four goalkeepers, um, you know, perhaps three of them on contract, one of them on amateur, so they could be involved with our reserve, and then 24 field players. Now, <clears throat> that's the roster that we'll have for the uh, the, the guys that are assigned. And then we usually bring up 
three to five players from more reserve to trend because injuries happen, as you know, right? If over the course of the season you down a player, you down two players, now all of a sudden you won't have enough for an 11v11 scrimmage or practice, right? So we have to be mindful of that as well. So we always try to keep our roster number in training anywhere between 28 to 33 players. Um, and if you if you take out the, the goalkeepers, really, it's not that of a large roster for practices. If injuries happen, that's a pretty t- typical thing. Some teams might do less. Some teams might do more. Um, but, um, but yeah, we have the luxury of maintaining our reserve team, which this year will be playing Nissan Nation, the EPSL. Which oh, nice. Is a, yeah, yeah, so not, uh, it was Maryland Majors last year, right? So they were in Maryland Major uh, first part of last year and then UPSL for the second part. Um, great leagues. We have we had no problem with those leagues at all. We just felt that, again, with where we are heading, uh, the Nisa Nation made more sense, play all year round as well, instead of having broken seasons and the gap in between, so that we can always refer our professional players to play with our reserve team for match minutes, right? Because EPSL, it's a, to put Nova is in that league and Nova won the national championship for NISA uh, nation. So that's right. Good against uh, Capo FC, who was just announced as, as, you know, joining the professional ranks, right? Right. They won against the legends, uh, but they beat, they beat, uh, they beat the, uh, the team, uh, in the semifinal, I believe. Um, so we were there. So we saw the game live. It was a very competitive level. Um, so, so yeah, we're excited to have the reserve there. Nice. And so do you have a kind of a target date for finalizing the roster internally at this point? Uh, final day? No, we, um, we start in preseason on the 12th. Um, so we'll have the first day of the guys getting together on, on obviously the 11, um, announcements will probably will be going out pretty shortly. Um, so we will, through that process, still weed out. Uh, weed out is a harsh word, but um, either send some guys to a reserve or, you know, or not continuing with them and then maintaining the players that we feel that have the ability to upgrade our, our squad uh, throughout the preseason games. So we're gonna, not going to start with the number that we want to end up with, basically. That's what, that's, that's what I'm trying to say. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, that's got to be one of the tougher parts of the job is you, you get to know the kids, but the harsh reality of professional sports is you're trying to make the best roster that you can. 100%. It's so. not personal, and right. we, we say it all the time. Our opinion of these players shouldn't define their opinion of themselves, right? Because uh, as Alex Carroll, I have my a view of football and how it should be played and the players that should fit that. That doesn't mean, you know, if you're not selected as part of our club, you you don't belong in professional football. So uh, we always encourage uh, guys to pursue and take our, our opinion with a grain of salt, basically. Sure. Well, thanks for uh, letting us in on some of the, the insight about the combine. Um, yeah. It's fun to see from the outside perspective. I'm looking forward to the season getting started and seeing things, get shirt up from the Nisa yeah. central office and all that. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure how involved you all are in that process. Or, yeah, it is yeah. tough. It is a tough process, but we try to play it ear by ear. Right. And, um, and obviously um, I, I say to the staff all the time, everything that is new is going to have some growing pain at the beginning. I mean, 
I'll talk about our club uh, because I can. Um, but, you know, we had our own fair growing pains, but, you know, up, ups and down, we go through them and we're still standing pretty strong. Um, so same thing with a new league that is coming, right? Beginning is, uh, it's, it's not going to be perfect. Uh, I don't think there's in history of any league in America, uh, the, the beginning was smooth, right? <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah. let's have some grace. I always say that let's have some grace. Um, and let's promote where we are because the grass is not always greener elsewhere. Um, and then let's make the best out of it. So right now we are playing it by ears. We're excited. We're hoping that the schedule of the season fully drops pretty soon uh, for our teams. And uh, we're excited to see the new format. Yeah. So it was. were there any trialists that kind of like blew you out of the water when, when you saw them on the field? So for the... Um, the the combine this past combine there are a few players with a huge potential um again part of something that we discussed with the staff that it is very harsh to pick just the weekend right, right? because uh, the toughness about that mike is like well you will get the best players available for that weekend yeah right so 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 you might be missing many other talents that were just not available that weekend for whatever reason, travels, uh, different tryouts and sickness even too. Like sickness. I had, I had a cold in December and it took me like a month to really like regain my fitness. I felt like I was sucking wind, taking a run for a full month. So <laughs> exactly. So, so part of this process is also us identifying exactly, um, how we want to format that further. Maybe instead of just one weekend, we do, multiple weekend from December all the way to February. And maybe we also consider another weekend throughout the regular season when we have a long break. I don't know, right? We don't have that clear clarity yet, but um, we are also still trying to figure out because the DMB is full of great talent and you can miss out on them if you're not properly doing, uh, you don't have a proper system of like seeing the players, right? So... Yeah, it is, it, is, it is a challenge. But just to answer your question, there are a few players, yes, that we liked, that we would like to see with a higher challenge, which is why they're coming back with the invite only. And within that invite only, I would say there are some players that are very, very exciting. Uh, we can't wait um, to see them. We feel that they're definitely above the NISA level, um, but um, they really want to play for the club. They're excited to 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 come at the invite only. You can imagine players are good and still taking uh, coming to an invitation trial and uh, showcase themselves. Right, it means a lot. So uh, we appreciate that. We don't take that for granted either as a club, and we're excited to see them. Yeah, I'm excited to see the process. Uh, you know, go through completion. So yeah. is there any news about the team from player returning players that you can share at this point, or is it really kind of has to wait until you know, contracts are signed, league? league <laughs> yeah, uh, league I could share out? I could share some uh, that probably the fans probably are uh will would love to know. Uh, Darwin Espinal will be back. All right. So uh, as an MVP of the league, I could I could say that much. But yeah, we, we did keep a core a core group of players um, and um, and it's very, very important for us to do that. So we did that. We will have a very core group of guys that were here the, 
the year before, right? And they're just coming back, right? Uh, Jocelyn is one of them, obviously the captain. Yep. Uh, Richard is, is right. Richard is Richard is one of them as well. So we're excited to see where he goes. Was there any areas that you specifically looked at on the team that said, hey, we need to improve X area, let's focus on players in that area? Or were you looking more uh, at the talent overall and then deciding how to fit the pieces after that? Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, there are a couple of areas that we felt that we needed to strengthen there a little bit uh, from our perspective. Uh, we also lost a goalkeeper. Um, right, so, Alex got yeah. signed to USL one somewhere greenville so he signed to an mls next pro team oh that's right in north carolina yeah so uh we wish him the best um i I think he sacrificed enough uh with us and he had a a great season on the field so we wish him the best uh we um yeah so obviously uh goalkeepers uh we always very we have jake right now we're excited about um you know he's a great leader um, but obviously he can't be by himself. Uh, so we're going to look out the goalkeepers as well. Um, and then we all, yes, last year we felt that, you know, in certain areas we needed some key uh, players like, you know, um, a left-footed center back, right? Small details, but play a big role. So uh, we are we are looking, obviously, but again, it's all it's all luck, I would say, within the, the, the game of football. So... Based on what we see in our invite only, we will obviously determine. Um, but we definitely go in there with some key positions that we have in mind and hoping to fill them. Now, if we don't, well, we'll, we'll always have a plan B um, to go with. And uh, But yeah, but based on the position that we're invited, definitely those players are there. We just have to make, make sure that they fit our environment. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, and... You know, this is going to be a pretty short update. Uh, I know you're busy with preseason things, so I don't have a, a whole lot of questions other than to say, you know, looking forward to the season, and and we'll we'll get you back on when things are a little more shored up and the and the schedule is out. But I just wanted to give people a primer of what the combine was like, and you know, get some excitement for the for the beginning of the season. Yeah, and I can say that you know we are uh, kudos to Mo and even Jay. Jay's been very active this off season as well. Uh, and, uh, you know, we felt that we we definitely got in the community a lot more this off season than what we would normally do. So we're expecting a great environment at the Soccerplex this year. Um, uh, we are super excited about it. Um, you know, the invite only is also another great opportunity for us to see uh, more players. And then, um, then, yeah, we are excited to have the fans back on the field. Uh, jerseys, there will be a set of uh, New Jersey that we'll be dropping. As you know, this is always a fun time in the year for us as well. So we're excited about that. And, and yeah, just get the fans a little bit more engaged as well through our games. So all these things have been prepared. So I, I would love to come back on the podcast and, and um, once things are more settled and, and perhaps maybe bring my staff here, uh, yeah. all of us, to be able to have a conversation. That would be fun. Yeah, it'd be fun <laughs> to get Anthony and talk about the technical role a little bit yeah. and, and see yeah. behind the scenes there. And I yeah. did. I, I got a, a home kit from last year for Christmas, so I was pretty pumped on that. And the world's <laughs> uh, biggest Bobcats fan, the five-year-old, is very excited for uh, for the games to start. Yeah, yeah. Listen, we are we're gonna we're also gonna start. Um, 
on the on the youth side a, a girls program in August and uh, so just be ready. All right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll have to. Uh, I've been pushing soccer down her throat so much. I think she's uh, <laughs> she she doesn't love playing it, but. So I gotta figure out the right <laughs> amount of push versus. Uh, yeah, <laughs> just have own. the right. Yeah, have the right balance. But we'll we'll be we'll be we'll love to have her, and uh, yeah, we'll love yeah. to have her. I think as long as you, uh, if if Steesberger comes back with chips and someone's got cookies there, she's she's a fan. We for definitely life. We love running up and down that grass part of the field. <laughs> That's something that would be updated as well and upgraded. Um, it's been a lot of work done on that. It would be more food. Uh, beverages, uh, different options for the fans, uh, more fan engagement in at, at the games. Um, it's been a lot of work put behind that. Uh, more merchandise sales um, at the games as well, and uh, yeah, so we are we are fired up. We can't wait um, to 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 get going. Uh, it's been a long three months, but I think credit to the staff, Jay. Uh, it was a lot of work being put behind the scene and in kind of re remodeling a little bit of 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 where we are and where we want to go. Sure, that's awesome. I think this is the fourth season in Nisa. That's the that's year four. That's Hard correct. I believe. Yeah, I remember uh, the COVID season. Yeah, when you guys were just allowed to get fans back in the stadium and uh, uh-huh. there's limits on like... attendance and yeah, what a weird. I can't yeah, it's four years since then. Yeah, and uh, I mean it's crazy, right? To think it's uh, it's the fourth year, uh, things are flying by. You know, you were but, uh, uh, a player for the first two years. That's crazy. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and here we are. Yeah, thanks, uh, thanks, Coach. <clears throat> Good luck on the season. Looking forward to it, and, and we'll get you on soon. Thank you, thank you, Mike. I appreciate it.